That's Matt Redman, greatest hallelujah, as we continue. Ray Haynes in Teaching on Reisenstein this morning. Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. If you go to victory.radio and click on blog, you'll be able to follow along. We're in part seven. The life of the flesh is in the blood. You know, it's so important to understand what Jesus did for you because you are going to fail. You're just going to fail. And uh, how you repent, how you stay in relationship is a lot to do with how you understand the blood. And that sounds like an odd thing, but I mean, for thousands of years, why was there so much about blood? Well, God told Moses that the life of the flesh is in the blood. The Hebrew word there has been translated life, or in the flesh is the word for soul, which simply means God sees our sin in our blood. Mm-hmm. All right? So it's raging through us, our sin. Just like it's your heart's pumping sin, in a sense. So we also see through confession, because we've watched all the different animal sacrifices in this, that sin can be transferred to an innocent substitute. Specifically, it's blood. It can be transferred to its blood since that's where the life or the soul abides. So the, this prefigured the substitutionary death of Jesus for sinners. So notice the sin was transferred to the blood, and the blood was poured, sprinkled, and wiped all over the sanctuary to transfer the sin to the sanctuary. So the sanctuary accumulated the sins of the people. Mm. That's what it was there for. Once a year on the Day of Atonement, the priest would make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions for all their sins. And so he shall do for the tabernacle of meeting, which remains among them in the midst of their uncleanness. So the tabernacle becomes like a sponge for sin. So here's a question. If a sacrifice was made when the sinner confessed his sins and twice a day for general sins, why is another sacrifice needed later? Hebrews 9.7 says the sacrifice of the Day of Atonement was for the people's sins committed in ignorance or thoughtlessness is the translation of that particular word. All sins require atonement, just like all forgiveness follows repentance. But since these sins were, and this is scripture, committed in ignorance, repentance was determined by the general attitude and behavior towards sin on the Day of Atonement. This is probably the most complicated thing I'm going to share all day long, but it's also the most important. So try your best to wrap your brain around it or go read it afterwards. So Leviticus, it shall be to you a Sabbath, a solemn rest, and you shall afflict your souls. That sounds so odd, but the Day of Atonement was the most solemn of all the feasts. There's a reason. On other feasts, the people were to do no customary work, but on the Day of Atonement, they were to do no work whatsoever on pain of death. I mean, that's pretty intense. The Day of Atonement was the Sabbath of Sabbaths. So any person who's not afflicted in soul on that same day shall be cut off from his people. Any person who does any work on that same day, that person will destroy him from among his people. So you understand, sometimes if you're just looking from the outside and not really getting to the inside of it, you're just thinking, boy, is he angry or what? But no, it's about you. All of this is about you and the struggle you're having with your sin. Mm -hmm. See, this particular day symbolized their willingness to obey all of his commands. This afflicting your soul was about that. He said, how long do you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for the Lord has given you the Sabbath. In other words, I've created this thing. Why won't you obey me? I've done this, this thing right here, this Sabbath. And when he says the Sabbath, he meant the Day of Atonement. So... A profession of repentance or faith didn't cover all future behavior. They had to continue in repentance and submission. 
So a couple of verses on this. To those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, he will give eternal life. That's Romans 2. Jesus is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he'll always, he always lives to make intercession for them. So this is an ongoing thing he's doing. But if a righteous person turns from their righteousness, commits sin, does the same detestable things the wicked person does, will they live? None of the righteous things that person has done will be remembered because of the unfaithfulness they're guilty of because of the sins they've committed. They will die. So two things are very significant. This sin is trapped in that blood, so something has to happen with that blood. So this day of atonement is built for the afflicting of your soul. So in other words, it's your heart attitude. So when a person comes to Jesus and they surrender to Jesus, this is that next part. This is that part. This is the daily. This is the surrendering. So the day of atonement doesn't mean literally a day as in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Literally it means the appointment with atonement. So mm -hmm. on a daily basis, we have an appointment with atonement. And that comes with a heart attitude. And that's all it is. It's just a matter of turning your heart to Jesus, sending yourself in that sanctuary, fixing your eyes on him. And that's all the a day of atonement is about. Why do you afflict yourself? It's humbling yourself mm -hmm. in that day. It's fasting from sin, essentially, is what you're really doing. So that's like the nitty gritty of the day of atonement. Mm. Mm. Continuing uh, in just a few after uh, we hear you know, some worship. And and I think it's I think it's great to to take a moment after getting all of this information, all of this scripture, and then saying, wait a minute, okay, let's just take some time and worship God. Amen. So that's what we're going to do this morning. It's Rise and Stein at Victory ninety one point five. Go to Victory Radio. Click on blog, and you can follow along with us. It's Ray Haynes teaching on Yom Kippur. Victory ninety.